Hey, podcast, had a really fun weekend. Played a little friendly golf tournament with some old college buddies. And I took a peek back at how I played, and we played a par three course. And I took pack at, I took a look back at the, the scores I had and calculated some percentages, some up and down percentages from inside of 125. And I'm comparing that to PGA Tour statistics. So let's see how I did. This is the Golf Essentials Podcast with Casey Bork. Had a great time this weekend down at a fraternity reunion down at Florida Southern College where I went to school. I was a Sigma Chi and um, super cool experience for me there. Uh, still keep in touch with a bunch of guys. And I had alluded to this in podcasts past where there's a few of us who get together every year. In fact, we're going to Hilton Head in a couple months and we have a, a tournament, four-person tournament. Me and another guy, uh, his name is Craig French. He's my partner. And we play against two other guys, Rich Perez and Matt Toper. Two real good friends. All, all really good friends. We love hanging out and having a great time. And we started it in college. And we've had, let's see, we've had 16 tournaments since college. I know that because we're up uh, 11 to 5 in, in the wins-loss column. And uh, so we had one of those this weekend, and the tournament started on the Publix Par 3 course in Lakeland. And so we had a chance heading back to this, uh, this school or the, the fraternity reunion in Lakeland. We had a chance to go back to our homeland and, uh, and play the golf course that we played back in college. So it was super fun. But, you know, we had a, we had a good time. Craig and I played great. And they put up a good fight, but in the end, we came out on top and and took the trophy home. So that was fun. Um, you know, we uh, we played a golf course where the holes range from I think the shortest hole was 65 yards, and the longest hole was about 125 yards. So on average, about 100 yards or so, but. You know, and the the greens were were really good, and and um, whole locations weren't weren't tucked behind bunkers and things, but they weren't cake either. So it was a variety of shots. I hit everything from. Oh no, there was one hole that was 138 yards, so it was a little bit longer. Um, so we had some good variations there. I hit everything from an eight iron uh, all the way down to, you know, a half lob wedge sort of shot. So it really works well with your wedges. And, you know, we, we got done playing and I looked over the scorecard. So we play 36 holes and it's a small amount of data, but I find this stuff really interesting to look back on, on stats and PGA tour.com is, is pretty good with, you know, publishing all the stats on tour and you can you can get a glimpse at what the guys who are you know top ranked in different categories what they're doing and it gives you a real good barometer as to just how good those guys are now i'm definitely definitely not saying that this is an apples to apples comparison so there are a few huge differences when i compare my numbers from this little tournament that we had to what the guys are doing on the PGA tour there's a ton of differences, right? So the conditions, 
the uh, the golf course itself and where the pins are tucked and um, you know the different lies they're playing and these they're they're the stat that I'm looking at is birdie or better percentage from 125 or less so it's really an interesting thing so of course this stat for them is all the shots that they hit from inside 125 I think that's up until a certain point because then they start considering it around the green um and this is through the players championship so not a ton of data but most of them I'm looking at it right now the most uh, looks like Brian Gaze had 118 holes where he had a shot from inside 125, and most of the others are around 50 or 70 or whatever. Um, so a reasonable amount of data, but not a ton. So they're playing tougher golf courses. They're under pressure. They're they got hidden pins. Um, obviously, it's apples and oranges. Our event, we were teeing it up on every hole. So perfect lies. And in fact, we played the same nine hole twice. So the second time around, you were hitting exactly the same shot. Now, of course, our greens were not pure. So making making putts from mid-range are arguably a little bit more difficult, uh, depending. But, you know, I, I'm not saying that it's uh, an apples to apples comparison. Nor will it be when when you look at your own numbers when you do stuff like this, but it's it's just interesting. So in looking at the tour leaders on better a birdie or better percentage inside of 125, uh, I'm not even sure how you pronounce his name right, but Kiradech Api Bonrat has had 56 holes and he's made 22 birdies. That's a 39.29 percent that he's gotten it up and in or hold out from those shots from inside 125 yards. So almost 40%, almost four out of 10, he's getting it up and down from anywhere inside 125 up until, I don't know, it must be like 50 yards or 40 yards where it starts considering. So let's call it 40 or 50 yards out to 125. He's 40%. That is, that's sick. Um, that's a really, really good thing. So imagine the value of that. If you know you're 40% to get up and down and you're in the woods and you got a miracle shot that you got to hit between two branches of a tree in hopes to getting it around the green so you can get it up and down or you can punch it out to 100 yards, most of us you know, assume that punching out to 100 yards is costing us a shot versus taking the, taking the miracle try. Um, but if you know you're four out of ten from a hundred hundred yards, you're definitely predisposed to say, "All right, that tips the scale. I get to play conservative, and then get it up and down. No harm, no foul, right? And I'm not taking the risk of bringing in double or triple into play ever. You know, um, on par fives, you know, getting it down there in in the scoring range in two. Four out of ten up and down is is pretty good on the par fives that you're not reaching into. The others that you are reaching, maybe you're up around the green and your percentage is even better. So that's that's monstrous. And you know I can't emphasize enough working on those wedge game, the wedge play. So so my stats going around this golf course, I shot eight under par for 36 holes and I made two bogeys. So. 
I made one bogey in each round and I made 10 birdies total for an eight under, eight under par total. What that works out to is 28% um, birdie or better percentage from, let's say, that inside 125. That's about what we played. Um, I was at 28%, so roughly five times as likely to make a birdie as I was a bogey. Um, you know, Oppie Bonrat was at 40%, so he's beaten me by 12%. Um, so at his percentage, I did the math at his percentage, instead, I made 10 birdies. He would have made 14 birdies over the course of the same number of holes. Uh, probably wouldn't have screwed up twice like I did, but, um, we're just talking about good stuff. Um, so that was, that was pretty encouraging and, and it's even more encouraging. I look at the list here. So if I scroll down 30%, let me see that Ricky Fowler's 10th with 31.58%. And then if I scroll down, 30% is tied for 19th. And a bit deeper down, 28% on the number is Chesson Hadley and Hudson Swafford. And they are tied for 33rd. So 28% is tied for 33rd on tour. Again, I'm not saying that we're comparing apples to apples. I have much easier conditions, soft greens, no stress. Um, although there is big stress in the Floyd Manny Invitational. Um, but anyway, that, that was interesting. And, you know, I wasn't all that enthused about, you know, teeing it up on every hole and, making 10 birdies and, and out of 36 holes, I, I thought I could have done better. Obviously you make some putts, you miss some putts, but you know, all in all, um, I feel much better about that, you know? So, um, anyway, so it's, I think it's really cool to, um, to look at the stuff that you're doing. And if, if you could at all relate it to maybe not the PGA tour, most people are not going to compare too much with the PGA tour, but you know, if you can look at statistics online, maybe I'll try to research and try to find some sites that have some decent statistics on, you know, what bogey golfers do on average. You know, what's the up and down percentage from 125 and in for a bogey golfer? You know, if you're if you're shooting 90, you know, um, you know, maybe that up and down percentage is more like I'd, I'd say maybe between five and 10 percent, something like that. You know, you, uh, you probably have those wedge shots that you just feel uncomfortable with. Um, but bogey golfers, it might be more appropriate, you know, the tour players, they don't make many bogeys from that range. So they, they don't, they aren't really looking at that for this, this statistic, but you know, as you get into bogey golfers, um, I think it's equally of value to rather than just counting the good ones counting the up and downs, almost make it a stroke average thing. So once you're inside 125, what's my stroke average? You know, up and on the green and two putts, that's that's a three. So are you averaging less than three? Are you more likely to get it up and down than you are to really screw up and, you know, take four to get in? Like missing the green and then not getting it up and down or missing it into the bunker and then scrambling from there uh, or hitting it on the green and three putting kind of thing. You know, are you, 
are you averaging three or better? I would say for a bogey golfer or higher, that's that's a benchmark that you should be shooting for. On the green or around the green and then in and two from there is going to do you just fine. Uh, so the par fours that you're able to get up inside that 125 mark, you're going to be making pars. Um, if you're not, you know, if you're on a par five, maybe you can get it down that far in two and, and you can make your par. Um, but I, I think that's probably a good, a good benchmark metric for you. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Just uh, had a great time this weekend and just, just looking back, thinking of something that I could deliver for the podcast today. And um, I, love, I love data. I love statistics. And, you know, I know it's not a big sample size. It'd be more accurate to track this stuff over the course of 20, 30, 40 rounds of golf and see how you're doing. Um, and obviously maybe doing it on a real golf course, but it's just hard to get enough data, right? You play an 18 hole round of golf. You probably only hit, you know, six or seven shots from inside 125, And, you know, you got to play a lot of rounds of golf to get the, get the good amount of data. But, um, yeah, just so you know, guys on tour can really wedge it good. And that's what makes them some money. So get out there and work on your wedges guys.